What were you thinking? Okay. Let's look at what's really going on here, folks. I reported on the nationwide outage that caused planes to be delayed and canceled. I reported how Pete Buttigieg brushed it off as, oh, not a big deal. These outages are, uh, what do you say, glitches and complications happen all the time. He said that yesterday in an interview with MSNBC. I went back and told you how on New Year's Day, so a week and a half prior to the events of yesterday, there was a similar outage in the South China Sea where Philippines, the, the Philippines were stopping all these flights and canceled all the flights and kind of had a, a, a no-zone thing on the South China Sea. And if you see the graphic of it, uh, if you don't know the geography, uh, you see China over here, you see Taiwan uh, up in the north, and all the planes are flying like this, but that, that whole open part of the South China Sea, well, there weren't flights there that were like being diverted because of what was going on in the Philippines. So Vietnam, Hong Kong, Taiwan had traffic, but everything east of there was completely down because the uh, because of malfunctions. Now we're learning that on the same day, Canada's NOTAM system was also hit with an outage. NAV Canada's Canadian NOTAM entry system is currently experiencing an outage affecting newly issued NOTAMs, and we are working to restore the function. But here's a difference and the reason why it didn't immediately make the news yesterday. They were not experiencing any delays related to the outage. They are assessing the impact of their operations and were said they're going to provide updates as soon as they are available. Isn't that interesting? And we heard from Buttigieg and from everyone, oh, there's redundancy. If there's so much redundancy in our American system, why was it down for 90 plus minutes? Why did it affect 6,900 plus flights that were either canceled or delayed? Why did this happen? This is an, These things don't happen, folks. But remember how they say things happen in threes? It happens in the Philippines. It happened... Yesterday, or day before yesterday, all these days all seem to, to mesh together for me. It happened, that's right, it happened yesterday. I did, I've done, I did four episodes yesterday, folks, so forgive me. We did the morning show here, the afternoon show here, and then we did a midnight show, which was late night show last night, plus I did our BCP Unfiltered show. So forgive me, sometimes I forget which show it was, but it was the show that we did around 24 hours ago. And now we're learning that the same, uh, this uh, notice to air mission system, a similar thing plagued Canada. I don't know what's going on here, folks. All I'm saying is, as the cool kids say, that's totally sus, dude. Well, maybe they don't say dude anymore. That's totally sus, bruh. That's it. That's totally sus, bruh. Totally suspicious, brother and sister. Okay. The BCP Report is our sister channel. Make sure you uh, you check it out. And BCP Juniorette, my daughter, reported on the, the commies in the Democrat Party showing their true colors with a whole bunch of Democrats voting down the committee to investigate China. 
Now, given what we know of China, I think this is very important. Ken McCarthy is actually looking pretty good right now. I know I was a harsh critic. I can only go by someone's track record. And Ken McCarthy didn't have a very good track record. But luckily, those 20 Patriots that grinded out to 15 votes got Kevin McCarthy to do the right thing. And part of his concession was forming the Jim Jordan, uh, we'll call it the, like, remember the, the Church Commission, we'll call it the Jordan Commission, looking into the weaponization of the federal government. We covered that. That happened on Monday. We're now on Thursday, but that happened on Monday. Nothing that happened and is a formation, and I think this is very important, and I didn't cover it uh, yesterday or the day before. But let's just remember that another concession was to look into China, and that's exactly what's happened. The, select, the second committee was a select committee aimed at increasing the United States' competitiveness with China. It's called the Strategic Competition Between the United States and Chinese Communist Party is what the committee will look at, aimed at increasing the United States' competitiveness with China. It will focus on bringing back jobs back to America, securing our intellectual property, protecting our farmland, and more. I missed this, folks, but this is what I wanted to key in on. Protecting our farmland? Thank God for those 20 no McCarthy holdouts. This is huge, folks. That, that just escaped me. It escaped me when I read it, and that's why I wanted to bring it up right now. Not just bringing back jobs to America and securing our intellectual property, but McCarthy said protecting our farmland. This came out of McCarthy's mouth. That's huge, folks. We finally have, whether it's by force and coercion, a Speaker of the House that has put a committee together to stop this encroachment of our food supply by the Chinese. Very, very important. I look forward to covering both of these committees. That's all I want to say, folks, but that was a huge little line that I just missed when I originally read the story, and I thought it's very, very important that I bring this uh, to your attention. We know, as been covered on this program quite a bit, especially when, this, when it was happening, about the disruption and, I think, by design, attack on our food supply, as well as we've seen an attack on uh, 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 energy, power stations, and so far, there's no evidence, they say, that these attacks or these issues with the transportation, air transportation system is a cyber attack, which means it probably is. Seeing that the same thing happened in the Philippines and in Canada the same day in America. And why is Canada, a country a lot smaller than ours population-wise and wealth-wise, how come they had the redundancy that even though that issue that they had that issue with their system, they were still able to fly with no disruptions? When these things happen, I'm very suspicious. Okay, you can call me tinfoil hat, you can call me a theorist of the conspiratorium, whatever you want to call me, but I I just don't trust that there isn't something going on they're not telling us about. And I'm also suspicious. When these types of things happen, my, my first go-to suspicion is, are they testing something? Are they, did something really happen? And if it wasn't really happen, was it some sort of test of the system? And if so, why? Why would they do that? The 
Okay, the uh, the swamp sucks you in hardcore. If you haven't done so, folks, go over and check out uh, my other show. It's called BCP Unfiltered. And uh, go over and join our community for free over at therealbcp.com. And check out episode 177, I believe is the number. Uh, you'll know it's the right one because it has Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's a, an episode entirely about Marjorie Taylor Greene and how I suspect, and I show you the evidence of things that she said and done, that she has turned to the dark side. She went in as a firebrand, Trump, America first, MAGA, for the people, congresswoman and representative of, of the great state of Georgia. By the way, watch last night's midnight show. The uh, Governor Kemp, Brian Kemp of Georgia is heading over to Davos in Switzerland for the World Economic Forum. No concern there, given what's happening, Georgia. The dark side of the swamp sucks you in hardcore. An example of this is Republican Congressman from South Carolina, Joe Wilson. Okay, Joe Wilson, Joe Wilson. Let me tell you a little bit about Joe Wilson. He's been in Congress since 2001. He's a senior member of both the House Armed Services and Foreign Affairs Committee. And earlier this year, he was tapped to lead an internal GOP task force focusing on national security. If you recall, this guy was a staunch conservative. He he shouted, you lie, at President Obama during a 2009 address to Congress. And now he is totally shilling for Ukraine, for Zelensky. Is he a true conservative or is he that war hawk, neocon conservative? Well, he... Uh, in December, he told his local press there in the Charleston Post and Courier that Ukraine's fight against Russian aggression reminded him of the American Revolution. So he went from calling a dictator and a, a, a Marx a dictator wannabe and, and, and Marxist hater of the Constitution, Barack Hussein Obama, calling him a liar to now being a worshiper and a psychophant for Zelensky. And this is what he is now doing. He wants a bust of Zelensky in the House part of the U.S. Capitol. And as Cullen Leinbarger puts it, this takes the I support the current thing meme to a whole new level. He is so enamored with Ukrainian President Zelensky he wants a bust of him in the House wing of the United, of the United States Capitol. What is he going to want next? A Ukrainian flag fly, flying in the... Oh, yeah, they did that already. Wow. Here is the Washington Times. Republican congressman is proposing to place a bust of Ukrainian President Zelensky in the, white, in the House wing of the U.S. Capitol. Joe Wilson, South Carolina, finder, filed... Okay. Mm, slow down, James. You get all wild up about these treasonous, traitorous rat bastards in the Capitol and in the D.C. 
Representative Joe Wilson of South Carolina filed a resolution earlier this week directing the Fine Arts Board of the U.S. House of Representatives to obtain a bust of Mr. Zelensky for display. The board has authority over all works of art and historical objects displayed on the House Wing of the U.S. Capitol and associated office buildings. First week of a majority Republican Congress, Speaker of the House settled, and his first order of business within the first 72 hours of that is to propose a bust. Actually, it says he did that like on day one or day two of Zelensky. Man, has that swamp something else. I alluded to this yesterday, folks. Let me just make it very clear. As, as I reported, uh, Penn got over $54 million in anonymously earmarked Chinese money when the Penn Biden Center was launched. And Joe Biden got a million dollar cut as a professor, which he keeps saying was a professor, after he left office in 2017, even though he has taught no classes. That's what I was referring to if it wasn't clear when I said that. Uh, that Biden got a million-dollar cut from the Chinese. So I just want to make that very clear. I made that as a side comment on a midnight show late in the evening where I'm not as sharp as I am. I'm a morning person. So I just want to make that clear because that leads us into what the hell was Joe Biden doing? Remember, the one of the Saul Alinsky tactics is Accuse your opponents of exactly what you were doing, and that's exactly what we're getting here. Oh, by the way, folks, if I didn't tell you, uh, welcome officially to Open Source News. I am your brother. I'm your host. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And if you're new around these parts, this channel is called Black Conservative Patriot. You can call me BCP, kind of like a rapper. It's kind of a cool name. Or you can call me by my given name. It's James. Welcome to the show. We have a sister channel, as I mentioned before, the BCP Report. We have an off-platform show where I can report on things that I can't touch on this platform. You can catch it in one of three places. TheRealBCP.com if you want to interact in a social media way with the show. If you just want to log into the show and just watch the episodes, then you can catch the show at BCPExtras.com. Or you can go to Spotify or Apple Podcast and catch the show there. Breaking news this morning. Government officials discovered more classified documents at Joe Biden's Delaware home in the garage. Classified documents found in the garage of middle class Joe's home, which looks like a pretty nice spread. Definitely bigger than... My little town home. Government officials discovered discovered more classified documents at Joe Biden's Delaware home in the garage. As vice president, Joe had no legal right to hold classified documents in his possession. The documents discovered at his UPenn office in Delaware garage were taken when Joe Biden served as VP under Obama. Once again, as vice president, he had no right to hold on to classified documents in his possession. President Trump did. He's a president and he could declassify anything at any time. Wow. Wow. 
The White House counsels searched Biden's two residences in Rehoboth Beach, I know I'm pronouncing that wrong, and Wilmington, Delaware this week, because of course, middle-class Joe has two homes in Delaware, one on the beach. After revelations about a collection of Obama-era classified documents at the Penn-Biden think tank, White House lawyers say they immediately contacted the Department of Justice when they discovered the documents. And that is a spin, and that is what they're going to go with. So, if I have a whole bunch of fentanyl at my house, and I say, my, that guy's a drug dealer, and he gets raided, and then I go, oh my gosh, they found drugs in my car. Let me tell them I have fentanyl in my house. That makes it all right. Of course it doesn't. A crime is still committed. Okay, YouTube is especially sensitive of what I say. So for anyone reviewing this, I'm doing an example. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs. And I am not suicidal. None of those things are in my house. I'm I, I'm giving an example, YouTube, just in case someone misconstrues this. That's as if I have paraphernalia in my home, but I have my lawyers look through it and say, oh, this paraphernalia is here. Let me ship it to local law enforcement or the DEA. Therefore, I'm not guilty. Seriously, here's a statement from Richard Sauber, special counsel to the president. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Nothing to see here, folks. Just think about it. Nothing to see here. Just some documents. Classified documents, just some more classified documents found in Biden's garage. These uh, apparently are the other set of documents referred to yesterday. As we previously, as we stated previously, we are fully cooperating with the National Archives and Department of Justice in a process to ensure that any Obama-Biden administration records are appropriately in possession of the archives. Following the discovery of government documents at the Penn-Biden Center in November 2022, which we're now finding out now, after the Speaker House race, after the midterm elections, by the way, but th they knew about this since November 2nd, 2022, before the midterms, but I digress. Nothing to see here, folks. Move your little pineys along. Nothing to see here. Following the discovery of government documents at the Penn-Biden Center in November 2022 and coordinating closely with the Department of Justice, the president's lawyers have searched the president's Wilmington and Rehoboth Beach, Delaware residences, the other locations where files from his vice presidential office might have been shipped in the course of the 2017 transition. The lawyers completed that review last night. Hard pause. Okay, let's say they accidentally ended up at UPenn where the Chinese could see it. Thank you, Joe Biden. Here's a million dollars. Let's say it accidentally ended up in a box that went to his garage in Delaware. Okay. What was he doing with classified information? Now, remember, if he has to see classified information, he does that in a skiff. He doesn't do it where they could end up in his personal effects boxes and end up in his garage or at UPenn. During the review, the lawyers discovered among personal and political papers a small number of a, a small number. See how all these little things, this is why people either love or hate lawyers. 
See all these little things they're putting in there? A small number of additional Obama-Biden administration records with classified markings. All but one of these documents were found in a storage space in the president's Wilmington residence garage. One document consisting of one page was discovered among stored materials in an adjacent room. No documents were found in the Beach residence. As was in the case of the Penn Biden Center, the Department of Justice was immediately notified and the lawyers arranged for the DOJ to take possession of these documents. The White House will continue to cooperate with the review by the Department of Justice. Okay, what a freaking joke. The Department of Justice, first of all, is in cahoots with Biden. Remember, they were in cahoots. The Department of Justice, the Department of Justice was in cahoots with Biden because Biden said no executive privilege, so they were able to raid President Trump's Mar-a-Lago. So this is like saying, oh, well, you know, Amos is cooperating with Andy. Okay, so maybe that's a data reference. Okay. Uh, Key is cooperating with Peel. Dean Martin is cooperating with Jerry Lewis, who's looking into him. I'm trying to hit every single demographic. I think I'm failing. But you get the, you get the point. Got to have fun, folks, got to have a little fun around here with this news, or I would rip my hair out. That's why I shave my head every 10 days or so. Oh, wait a minute. Just occurred to me. Does does President Biden's lawyers even have security clearance to be seeing these classified? Remember, that was one of the things that they talked about with Trump is if the people that were going through his documents even had security clearance to go see if those documents were classified or not. Has anybody asked if Joe Biden's attorneys have the security clearance to go through these things? Well, this morning we got fireworks. Remember, the first uh, intelligent documents that were in the UPenn were Ukraine, UK, and Iran documents having to do with the United Kingdom, Iran, uh, and Ukraine. What uh, what was in his garage? Well, fireworks this morning from Peter Ducey over at Fox News. These are what the uh, this is what happened. So this morning, Joe Biden delivered remarks on the economy because another uh, abysmal inflation report was released. We'll get into that either later today or probably the next episode. Biden took some questions after trying to downplay what's really going on in the economy. And Peter Ducey was ready for him. Check this out. Mr. President, okay. classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, the, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but street anyway. Yes, as well as my Corvette. <laughs> uh, man, I freaking love Peter Ducey. I'm sorry when I talk when I when I talk about the truth about Fox News and how disappointing uh, they are. I generally talk about how Tucker Carlson is excluded from that, and Maria Bartiromo. Uh, I have to say that uh, I don't watch Fox News. I think Judge Janine is still on there. She's been canceled a couple times for wanting to report things that Fox doesn't want her to cover. And of course, Peter Ducey, Ducey-ing it out, duking it out 
on a daily with the lies from coming from the uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre and now from Biden's own pie hole. Did you catch that? Classified materials next to your Corvette? What were you thinking? Biden, who doesn't like to be questioned and is a cranky geriatric man. Nothing wrong with that. I'm getting closer to my geriatric years. I sure hope I'm not cranky. Hope my, hope, I know the solution to that. All my kids have to do is give me a whole bunch of grandkids and I will not be cranky. But I digress. Uh, cranky Joe says, my Corvette is in a locked garage, okay? Unfreaking believable. And if you caught, the first thing he said, is, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. In other words, his handlers have to scrub, write down his talking points or what have you. Anyway, let's go back to the rest of this. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn, this was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center. The Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately notified and uh, the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see, we're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you very much. Thank you. So he'll have another prepared statement later from his handlers. But if you'll notice his prepared statements right now, because he can't defend himself or talk for himself, echoes the letter that we read from Mr. Stauber, his uh, attorney on the matter. And of course, let's see if the new McCarthy House does or say or take any action against this. Probably, I, I suspect they will. But are the Department of Justice going to do anything? No. They're partners in crime. Uh, but gotta love Peter Ducey. Gotta believe, uh, gotta love Peter Ducey. What were you thinking, Joe? And then Joe having to read a prepared statement. The first, because there'll be another one later on. And of course, the excuse will be, we're cooperating with the Department of Justice and we committed a crime here, but we turned it over to the Department of Justice. So that's not the same as President Trump, which is a lie. President Trump had met with the archives and had been working through this with the National Archives, there was no reason to, he was cooperating. There was no reason to raid. Ah, oh, man. Literally, they do, they literally do the same exact thing. I mean, anytime they accuse anybody of anything, the default in your brain should be, that's what they are doing right now and that's what they're trying to hide. By the way, you know how they're, uh, this is a weird transition. I'm going to the next story, folks. Sorry about that abrupt transition. But you know how the Biden administration in Mallorca was trying to fight back against the end of Title 42. They're saying Title 42 should go away and that we should have double the illegal immigration coming in because we heard it from uh, Joe Biden himself back on September 18th on 60 Minutes. Is the pandemic over? 
The pandemic is over. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. It's over. It's over. That is why he wants Title 42 uh, to go away. Oh, wait a minute. Biden just extended the uh, the emergency because of the Omicron subvariant XBB 1.5 and its spread. CNBC reporting the Biden administration has extended the public uh, the virus public health emergency until April as a highly uh, transmissible Omicron subvariant stokes concern that the U.S. may face another wave of hospitalizations from the disease this winter. The uh, CV-19 public health emergency remains in effect, and as HHS committed to earlier, we will provide 60-day notice to states before any possible termination or expiration. So, oh, by the way, the U.S. has renewed the public health emergency every 90 days since the Trump administration first issued the, de- the declaration three years ago in January of 2020. Yet, uh, Biden wants to, uh, Biden wants to uh, get rid of Title 42. Which one is it? Is it over or is it being extended? Well, it's being extended, so therefore Title 42 should stay in place. Now, the Peter Ducey versus Biden little uh, exchange took place because Joe Biden was trying to downplay the latest reports. The report inflation was released uh, this morning and it shows the price of goods in December is 6.5% greater than the price of goods a year ago. Core prices increased a third of a percent on a monthly basis in December, and it grew uh, 0.2% in November. So, not going to get into it, but the Bureau of Labor Statistics released uh, Thursday that matching investor expectations, inflation is still at a 40-year high. And they uh, got Biden out there to uh, to downplay that. And that's where Peter Ducey had the opportunity to ask him, Hey, Joe, what were you thinking? And I, I want to know what you're thinking. So please put down your comments down below. And don't forget to like, uh, share, and subscribe. And to check out our other shows, the links to everything are down below. We'll be back later today with more reporting. Until then, ciao, goodbye, God bless.